Hello, and welcome to The Loving Kindness Podcast on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I'm Chris Nisley. And I'm Emma Church. And today we're going to be talking about God's grace in trials and suffering. But before we get into this topic, we always like to ask each other, how are we doing? So, Carissa, how are you doing? How has your week been? And where have you seen God's loving kindness to you? I'm doing great. My week has been phenomenal. And I have seen God's loving kindness in just the realization and the revelation that his plans are always better than mine. Mm. And it's super vague, but maybe we can talk a little bit more about it in, later in the episode. Mm-hmm. But that's what I've learned <laughs> this week. What about you? Um, yeah, I would say this week has been really good too. I have just really been convicted about how much reflection time that I'm adding into my schedule. I feel like there's so many good things that are happening all the time and we're really busy as college students and everything. There's so many good things to be weighing, but a lot of times I find myself like wanting to do all of it and not spending that that quiet time where we're just thanking God for all these blessings or learning the lessons that he's trying to teach us. And so that's kind of just what's been on my mind lately, just spending time in that kind of solitude, which can be really hard here. But I think it's really, really important. That's so beautiful. Like I can relate so hard to like just getting really busy and like getting like caught in the motions and then like sacrificing um, spiritual disciplines. Right. Um, So it's such like a beautiful thing that you're doing the opposite and like cutting back and like spending more and more time in those spiritual disciplines. Um, It's beautiful. Love it. All right. So like you mentioned earlier, we are talking about trials and suffering today and I'm excited, but let's just jump right into it. Big topic. Big topic. (laughs) Big topic. (laughs) Yeah. So let's jump into it. We are talking about suffering that doesn't make sense to the person that's going through these trials and they're trying to make sense of things. Um, I think that we tend to find ourselves in that position a lot where we're, we're asking these questions of like, why, why am I going through this particular thing? So just some things to cover. Suffering exists because of the fall. It is a consequence of human sin against God. Suffering is present because of this broken world. The suffering in itself is not a good thing. However, This suffering is not unredeemable for God. He redeems our suffering and makes it purposeful to develop our spiritual walk with him. Amen. That is so good. The first thing I wanted to talk about is God's purpose in the pain and in the trial and in the suffering. And we trust and we have faith in a good God. And because of that, every trial, inconvenience, or tragedy is meaningful. In some way, Mm. the Lord uses all these things to test us and to sanctify us, to make us holier. And he uses tests and trials and suffering to cause sanctification in our lives. Mm. Sometimes I'll pray for refiner's fire. (laughs) It's a a song. It's one of my favorite songs on earth. But I kind of come from the perspective like I want to be tried I want to be tested because I want to be more like you God and I know that these things are going to push me 
closer to the Lord. And so that's where we can see a lot of purpose in our pain. Emma and I were reflecting on James 1-2, and it kind of inspired us for this episode. Yeah, and so that verse is, Consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance. And let endurance have its perfect result, so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. So just like that verse says, it's meaningful, there's purpose. Right. And so we might not always comprehend or understand what God is doing in our pain or the purpose like we just talked about, but we can always have the assurance of two things that I just want to touch on. We can be assured that he is transforming us into the image of Jesus Christ. Philippians 1 6 says, And I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. Wow. And then there are a couple more verses that I just want to throw at you because I think they're so beautiful. So beautiful. Throw First Peter 1 uh, 6 and 7 says, In this you rejoice. Though now for a little while, if necessary, you've been grieved by various trials, so that the tested genuineness of your faith, more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Wow. So, like, think of gold. Wow. You know how gold is purified? They melt it down. Yeah, they They do. They literally use a fire to get rid of all the yucky pieces of gold so that it's pure. Mm -hmm. And that is what trials and suffering is in our lives. Wow. It pushes us to become more holy and more pure in God's sight. And 2 Corinthians 4, 16 through 18, So we do not lose heart. Though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. For this light momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison, as we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. Doesn't that just give so much purpose to the pain that we are going through? Mm -hmm. Because... It might hurt now, but I am being sanctified. I'm being made new. I am becoming more and more like Christ every day. And that is going to last for all eternity. Yeah. Beautiful. I think it's so important that we read the word because I think in the times that you are going through really hard things and you are suffering and you're like starting to ask questions to God and be like, why am I going through this? You can go back to those promises and know that all of this is not in vain and that the Lord doesn't just have you go through purposeless trials, but everything is for your sanctification and your growth in Christ. Amen. The second point that we can be assured of is that the Lord is good and he works all things for our good and for his glory. Mm -hmm. Romans 8.28. And we know that God causes all all things to work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. And so that doesn't mean that like it feels good in the moment. No, (laughs) no, it does not. (laughs) But we know that we have a God who is good. We have a God who is loving and we have a God who is kind. Those apply to our lives in every single situation that we go through. Hebrews 10.23 says, Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, 
for he who promised is faithful. Mm. So this is what I've learned this week. No matter our situation, the Lord is faithful to us. Mm. There have been times when I have prayed for certain things and my prayers haven't necessarily been answered. And it's hard to see this, but I can assure you, the Lord is still faithful to you then. Yeah. He is faithful to us even in our darkest hours. And that is what we have to be so sure of as Christians. When we doubt God's faithfulness to us, then the suffering then becomes purposeless and it becomes meaningless. But when we believe that the Lord is putting us through these things for a reason and that good things are going to come out of this and that his plan for us is good and kind, then we can have hope and we can live in faith without wavering because we believe this about our God. Amen. You're listening to the Loving Kindness Podcast on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. So as Chris and I are talking about God's grace and trials and suffering, and we're getting into the details about how to trust in God's faithfulness through these times, I thought, like, as I was reflecting on trying to come up with what I would even say about this topic, I thought about Paul in 2 Corinthians verse 7 through 10. I thought, you know, it would be so beneficial to see or hear the imagery of what Paul had gone through because we can really relate to our sufferings and how we pray and we ask and we don't get the answer we want. Let's read. Because of the surpassing greatness of the revelations, for this reason, to keep me from exalting myself, there was given to me a thorn in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me, to keep me from exalting myself. Concerning this, I implored the Lord three times that it might leave me. And he has said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for power is perfected in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, I will rather boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may dwell in me. Therefore, I am well content with weaknesses, with insults, with distresses, with persecutions, with difficulties for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. I think that this just really gives a perfect imagery of how it feels to experience suffering and how our prayers can be that, Lord, take this thorn from me. Please, like, take this from me. It is causing pain. And God says, my grace is sufficient for you. And I think that's a really hard thing to conceptualize in the moment. But you can tell that Paul has all this joy that in his weakness, God is strong. And that he's content with his weakness because he knows that the Lord can cover all of the things that he can. I think that's really beautiful. It's so good um, because... Suffering has a way of making us recognize our weaknesses. And in that, it makes us recognize our dependence on the Lord, mm. which is why that verse is also one of my favorites. I just have to say. <laughs> um, but pain has a way of bringing us into a dependence on our Savior. Yeah. And that's actually really, really sweet. Yeah. Um, it's meant to be that way. There's this quote by Charles Spurgeon that I just stumbled across this week. It's, I've learned to kiss the wave that throws me against the rock of ages. It's so beautiful. Like we can learn to love the suffering that pushes us closer to Jesus Christ. Wow. That is just so counterculture. Ah, Like that's so counterculture. No one would ever think that, Mm -hmm. you know, and as Christians, we have this joy 
this like deep joy that cannot be messed with. You know, it's beautiful. Here's kind of a funny story about this. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I was in 10th grade and I went to take my driver's license test. And this is not the like peak of suffering, let me tell you. But for my little like 16 year old self, I failed the test the first time I took it and I thought it was the end of the world (laughs) I literally thought it was the worst thing that could ever happen to me and that just proves that I needed the humility am I right but (laughs) I felt like the biggest failure on planet earth and I remember just like breaking down and crying for multiple hours and then just repeating over and over to myself like in my weakness you are strong in my weakness, you are strong. In my weakness, you and are strong. And can I say, guys, she is a great driver. She drives <laughs> to this day, and she takes me everywhere. Thank you. I so appreciate in that. her weakness, the Lord was strong. Amen. <laughs> anyway, that pulled me through because when I felt like the failure, I'm like, I accept being a failure. I am. But Jesus Christ can cover my weaknesses. <laughs> <laughs> So love that verse. Um, And then another thing that I just want to talk about is Jesus as a suffering servant. Um, Hebrews 4, 15 through 16 says, For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. This is so good um, because it is in our weaknesses that Jesus sympathizes with us. Jesus was fully God and fully human. And so he was tested just as we are in every single respect. The reason Jesus can sympathize with us is because he experienced the very same things that Mm -hmm. we experience. He experienced acne, you know, he experienced bedhead. He experienced (laughs) Mondays, siblings, frustrations, like everything he had to go through also. Mm. And so because of that, we can take great comfort and that we have a savior who experience the very same things and the very same suffering that we do. And there's this excellent book called Gentle and Lowly by Dane Ortland. It talks about Jesus as a suffering servant. It talks about how Jesus came as a normal man to normal men. He experienced thirst, hunger. He was despised, rejected, scorned, shamed, embarrassed, abandoned, misunderstood. He experienced loneliness, which sometimes we think nobody else will understand what we're going through, guess what? Jesus does. Mm. And it's beautiful because we get to take comfort in that. I read this book about a year ago, and it's so beautiful to look back on because in the margins, I wrote the word hesed. That is insane. <laughs> what? Yeah, so about a year ago, I was reflecting on this and wrote hesed, which is what inspired this podcast. And now we're going to talk about it here, which is amazing. Read it, Carissa. But it says, consider your own life. When the relationship goes sour, when the feelings of futility come flooding in. Man, I felt that. When it feels like life is passing us by, 
when it seems that our one shot at significance has slipped through our fingertips, when we can't sort out our emotions, when the longtime friend lets us down, when a family member betrays us, when we feel deeply misunderstood, when we are laughed by the people who are impressive. In short, when the fallenness of the world closes in on us and makes us want to throw in the towel. There. Right there. We have a friend who knows exactly what such testing feels like and sits close to us, embraces us with solidarity. We are never truly alone because Jesus Christ is always with us and he is able to sympathize with the weakness that we feel. That is so beautiful. Wow. I also, just to add on to that, I feel like when we go through trials, a lot of times this is where we find out what we really believe about Mm. God. When you go through trials, you start realizing, what have I fundamentally understood about the creator of the universe? And what am I wrong about? And there's been many times in my life where I've gone through trials and I've realized, whoa, that is not a belief in the Bible. That has come from misconceptions about people, relationships, maybe like how you view your parents. That can come into like that can come into play with how you view God. So a lot of times in trials, we not only come to terms with what we believe about God, but also dispels all the lies about him. One of the big lies about God is that he's never experienced the stuff we experience. So I think the point you're making right now about how Jesus has experienced everything we've experienced, right? When you're going through suffering, you're like, oh, well, he, he did all that, those miracles, thousands of people, fish everywhere. Like, how, how does that person go through the same thing I've experienced? But he has. And I think it's just really beautiful that you're touching on that. And it's really encouraging to the person that's really having a hard time right now. And we just want to speak to that person who is having a hard time mm. and who is going through struggles. Persevere, endure, lean on the Lord who can relate and sympathize with you mm. and who loves you and who has a good plan for your life. Trust in the Lord even when it feels like there's nothing good that could come about from your situation, trust him. Trust in his love and his kindness and know that his plan for your life and for your suffering is a good plan. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Loving Kindness podcast this week. Come back again next week where we will be talking about something similar and fun um, and hopefully just encourage you in your walk with the Lord. You have been listening to the Loving Kindness Podcast on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM.